Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. And the question is whether you have a proper, a solid, and a sound blueprint. And I want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint. Number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your own worth, and your own somebodyness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have, as a basic principle, the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your life's blueprint, must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal star, but we must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. United States. This America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go. The Wayne Dupree Program. Hot damn. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and we are live. It is a, a yeah, I got it. I, I, <laughs> the ultimate gala. 
Yeah, I got it. I got it. I looked up there and I was like, oh, Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. welcome to you. Let me introduce um, the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Gutch, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. What's up, Hutch? I'm just over here being a trail, you know, because I couldn't be a road. But no, seriously, I yeah, love everybody. Yeah, I'm going to keep crawl. on moving. We'll keep crawl. on moving. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, keep on moving. There you go. There you go. That, I'm glad, glad to be here. Our, our Friday or Thursday. Folks. Our Friday or Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. We don't do five days a week. Number one, because um, it's, co- it's a little bit cost effective. But um, <laughs> but um, no, we 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 uh, the the way that the, the way that we came back after the pandemic, uh, you can get so wrapped up in so much news that you lose who you are. Yeah, especially especially when you have family, and you should never put your family above news ever. Other now I know other way right. around. Right, exactly. You should always look family first, and then everything comes afterwards. We, we have seen people in the business lose their family because they focus so much on news, um, and then they lose their family, and then they're by themselves. And then you know, I mean, you don't want to be by yourself. I mean, unless unless you like feeling up on yourself and stuff like that. But you know, <laughs> that's another day. That's not the difference, you know. Got to have a hobby, folks. Got to do something else besides this. Got to. I tell you what, today's Friday. Uh, Those in the audience, those that are watching, those that are watching on Rumble, those that are watching on Cozy, those that are watching on those other platforms, what's your hobby? What do you do other than news? Huh? What do you do? That's a good question. What do you do to have... To relax, you know, do you watch movies? Do you hang outside and smell the fresh air? You know, what you do know, you I do? Used to say, I used to say when we used to travel a lot and used to go to a lot of those conventions and different things. Yeah. I tell the people at work, you know, like you go deep sea fishing, you go to college football games. I go to political events. I mean, yeah. I don't anymore, but back right. then, that, that was our life. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Expensive, too. Yes. <laughs> you know, it only costs, look, well, back during the day, you go to the football game, you get in a tailgate, you might you might do gas. Or, uh, about $20 for a pack of hot dogs. Uh, and some um, and some rolls and some condiments. If you're taking your barbecue, you're doing another ten dollars for um, charcoal, you know. But I mean, it's still cheaper than going to a political conference, especially in DC. <laughs> especially in DC, because they see the Republicans coming and raise all the prices. They do. They do that. They do that. Kathy. Kathy says, spend time with the family, watching kiddo play football, then baseball. That's fun. You know, that's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Um, how about how about our uh, friends on uh getter? Read, walk, visit, says CP15 P5. Talk to neighbors, the youngsters. I like that though. Talk to neighbors and the youngsters. I like that. 
that's all soul right there, Hutch. Yeah, and, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's true though. I mean, like I've said this before, not many times, but uh, you know, you look at <clears throat> our environment, our culture, and it's extremely lacking male uh, people. Yeah, I can't get the yeah. word right. Par- parental, yeah. parental yeah. father figures. Yeah. So if you're a man, go out and be that guy. That's right. Be you a know? man. I mean, the kids need you. Yeah. Especially both boys and girls. Be careful be around the girls if it's not yours. Can't be but a man, be a tree. Can't be um, a tree, be a trail. Yeah. <laughs> you can't run, walk. You can't walk, crawl. <laughs> well, whatever you do, keep moving. Um, most Im- I like the way you said the most important, the most important time. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get off of this before I get in trouble. <laughs> you know, on this show, we talk about I talk a lot about the people that aren't in politics. The people that are out there and there's more out. There's more people out of politics than is in politics. I truly, I truly believe that there's more people outside of politics than it is in politics. But for some reason, the political parties only want to reach the people in politics. They rarely ever venture out into the other side to reach those people who are out of politics. You know, um, I came across a video this morning, as a matter of fact, in the last hour, um, where MSNBC, you would think Fox would do something like this. You would think, uh, you know, the GOP would do something like this. You would think, I mean, honestly, the the GOP side of the political bird has gotten to a point where, uh, and and it's been like this for years, but if you ain't hearing what we're saying, then you don't care. If you, I mean, if it's almost like we're saying what we say, use your common sense and follow. We're not going to pander to you. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to break it down. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And you don't want to get it. And it and it shouldn't be like that's frustrating, right? It shouldn't be like that. It really is when you when you can see what's going on right in front of you, and it's, it's right, right. It's tribal, tribal politics. It's my guy. It's my guy. No, you can't yeah. say anything about my guy. Well, all we're doing is showing you what's going on. I mean, Lindsey Graham. You know, this is the best part about being man, on this Lindsey show, Graham, man. I, yeah. I love being on here because we say things, and then the next day you hear everybody else saying them. <laughs> I like and I, and I'm not saying that that's there's a reason behind that. Right. I'm just saying that's what it is. I told well, you, I said yesterday that this doesn't look right. Right. With Lindsey Graham worrying about freaking abortion at the federal level, something he can't even do. Right. He can't even, we're in the minority. Yep. You're not going to be able to do it anyway. And and to, to sit there and, and try to lose the Senate, which is exactly what he's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Him and that's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell probably pushed him out on that ledge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lindsey Graham. We'll talk about that in a second. Let me get back to the sad state of America right now. And why I say it's a sad state is because, um, like I said, the political parties, they don't go out and reach people that everything that the laws are affecting. Yes, it's affecting those of us that worry about politics, but those out there that have left, um, that don't care, well, I'm not going to say that they don't care. They're just tired 
of not seeing um, some sort of uh, progression or the uh, the end the end game. Uh, you know the the result, the successful result. They're tired of seeing the same thing stuck same in the two, same, same place. Two wings flapping off the same bird at, at the same right, and they're, and and you're like, you know what? I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Just let me go to the beach every weekend. Give me my radio. Give me my playlist. Give me my earbuds, and I don't hear nothing about politics. You know, uh, but and that plays right into their hands, by the way, right? Because because now they don't have to deal with you. They don't have to lie to you anymore. Right, right. They don't care because then they can then they can do their daddy government and make decisions without the people even caring about it. well even knowing about it because a lot of people don't know these people. Well, Wayne, why are you talking about all this? I want to play you something. The people who don't follow politics all that closely, who don't vote in primaries, and if we're being honest, probably don't watch a lot of cable news. And that is basically former Obama speechwriter John Favreau's theory of the case nationwide. We know how the people who watched every night of the January 6th hearings are likely to vote. We know how the people who think the 2020 election was stolen are likely to vote. What we don't know is how the people who haven't really been paying attention to all of this will vote, or if they'll even show up to vote at all. So John is setting off across the country, running focus groups like this one to find out. How many of you plan on voting in the midterm elections this November? What is that? Who is your member of Congress, and do you think they're doing a good job? I don't know anyone in Congress. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's totally fine. Does, any, does anyone know who their member of Congress is? Okay. That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that's sad. That's sad, but that's where we are. That's where we are. They don't know anything. First off, they probably didn't learn anything in, in school about it because they were um, taught. They threw civics and social studies out and brought in um, indoctrination into LGBT and all that stuff and everything um, on Black Lives Matter. Um, but if you don't know about Congress and you don't know who is representing you, or supposed to be representing you, then clearly you don't have a voice. You don't have a voice. And it, and if you look around that table, it didn't really look like they cared. You know, it didn't really look like they cared. And that's, I think that that's where we're missing. That's why I, that's why I think the people on the right side, because the left... They aren't running to, to win these people. They want to keep these people dumb, young, and chewing bubblegum. Okay. But for us, this should be a charge for us. This should be, we should be wanting to get out there and 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 um uh for lack of a better word, wake up people. The Republican Party was created to uh, by abolitionists and those who wanted to end slavery. And like I said, along the road, the Republican Party lost their way. Now they don't want to save anybody, really. They really don't want to save anybody. It's all about money. It's all about money, right. They don't want to bring people into the fold. They don't want to 
take the time, but they want your money though. They want your money for record record pacing announcements and uh, oh, we just hit the the biggest milestone ever, raising this and that. They want that, but they don't want to go out and do the work. Uh, and then some of the work that you see right now that they're doing, all that is is um, um, putting flowers on a vase. That's it. That's all. There's nothing underneath that's going to sustain for a larger, um, a larger um, result. If they're coming out and saying we have more Latinos joining the Republican Party right now, first off, number one, show me. Number two, yes, there are some. Yes, there are some, but is it in mass? No, it's not. Not yet. I still believe that a lot of Latinos out there they want to join. But they really don't have nobody coming talking to them. There's a lot of Black Americans that are out there that are conservative in their hearts, in their in their everyday uh, life. Do are they voting Democrat? Nope, they ain't voting at all. Would they vote if they might have somebody to come into their community and 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 talk to them and visit them and, and you know connect with them and stuff? Maybe. See, I mean, if you start caring about people, if well, if you show that you care about people, then you might get somebody resulting like, you know what? The other side don't care about me, but at least they took the time to come talk to me. At least they took the time to come and connect with me. Now, I might not agree with everything that they're saying, but there was some good advice, some good tips, some good uh, um, uh, um, uh, information that they gave me that I can work on. If there's one thing I know about the conservative platform, y'all, the conservative platform is a successful blueprint for this country. If you really look at it, if you really break it down, not the liberal agenda, not the socialist agenda, not the communist agenda, not the Republican agenda, not the Republican agenda, the conservative agenda uh, or um, um for lack of a better word, again, talking points, but I, I really don't get into the the word talking points because I don't believe in talking points. But it, but if you look at the conservative uh, um, way of uh, limited government, personal responsibility, school choice, if you look at those things, plus more, there's a whole lot more. If you look at those things, those are the things that make this country move. Those are the things that make this country um, uh, energy independent. Those are things that make this country better. But if but if you're not going out there and talking about it, because again, I remember back in the back when I left the Democratic Party, that's all I heard about the conservative, uh, the conservative Virginia. This that that's a, and I barely don't hear nobody talking about it now. I don't hear no I don't hear nothing about no fiscal conservatives talking about being fiscal anymore. You know, I, I have I don't a budget hear. since George W. Bush. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, at the beginning of George W. Bush, he missed a lot of budgets, too. Yeah. Angel, what what I showed um, the audience before um, before you jump in, what I showed the audience before um, you jumped on was this. The people who don't follow politics all that closely, who don't vote in primaries, and if we're being honest, probably don't watch a lot of cable news. And that is basically former Obama speechwriter John Favreau's theory of the case nationwide. We know how the people who watched every night of the January 6th hearings are likely to vote. We know how the people who think the 2020 election was stolen 
are likely to vote. What we don't know is how the people who haven't really been paying attention to all of this will vote, or if they'll even show up to vote at all. So John is setting off across the country, running focus groups like this one to find out. How many of you plan on voting in the midterm elections this November? What is that? Who is your member of Congress, and do you think they're doing a good job? I don't know anyone in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's totally fine. Does, any, does anyone know who their member of Congress is? It's Donald Trump. Okay. That's okay. That's a shame. That, again, that's a shame. And 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 John, John is treating him like look, kids. Like, oh, that's all right. That, you know. I mean, I'm not saying he should fuss with him or anything, but I was like, don't worry about it. Couldn't help but notice that panel was all white men. You know what I mean? Like the, the panel that they had where he was discussing about the tactics for the, the 2020 election. I mean, this is the side that is allegedly for progress and equality and all of that. But really, they the elites are the worst when it comes to the white man club. You know what I mean? Like that's what that is. And then they just use minorities and women as, as puppets. And I'm not shocked to see a bunch of mask wearers don't even know who represents them in con Congress. Not shocked by that in the least. And if he's doing, if he's really, really, really going out there and trying to get the opinions of other voters, um, you know, you might want to diversify who you bring to that table a little bit because they were all Gen Z, all wearing masks. They don't know anything. So he's trying to figure out how to get them to critically think. We're way past that for them. Way past that for those kids. I was hoping at least the black dude that was there would have said something, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I was hoping that he would have at least, but nobody. Do you think it's interesting that they had to do a focus group? It's no. interesting that they have to do a focus group um, because they, they, what it says to me is they think that what they have is enough to get people to vote Democrat. They're just trying to figure out why people aren't which means they aren't. You know what I mean? They think they have the secret recipe on how to get people to start voting when he's realizing like, no, you're not reaching these guys at all. If it's not on TikTok, they're not paying attention. Well, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that he's doing it because I've been saying this for a long time. Like I said before, there's a whole lot of people out there that don't know anything. And 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 I'm glad that it's being highlighted. I'm glad somebody's highlighting it. Because our side definitely ain't doing it, and the other side ain't doing it. Right. Now, and the uh, best part about that is a lot of the ones that don't know anything are Harvard graduates. Yeah, that too. I mean, don't, people people go to school, take all that time, stay in school for about ten years to right <laughs> career career school people. I and, knew one of those guys, <laughs> and they don't know nothing four, about four four kids a PhD and never had a job. Yeah. Yeah, or or if they are in school that long and they do know something about politics, they're experts. Oh yeah, they're experts. They know everything about it, and you can't tell them nothing, right? Because you know they they've been baking too long. You know they they've been in the oven too long. They they know. <laughs> you know, I'm like, but no, that's what kills me. They went to friend. too many drag queen brunches. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh 
Oh gosh, just the thought of that. Hey, there, can, hey, I know this is way off topic, but <laughs> since you brought up drag queen brunches, parents who take your kids to drag queen brunches, do you realize you're letting a balding, fat, middle-aged man with sausage fingers touch on your children? What, he puts on makeup and a wig and suddenly it's beautiful and brave? No, perverts have figured out how to get their hands on your children. That's it's true. just like dressing up like a clown. Why right? do you think so many sexually deviant teachers are out there? They know Hello. where the kids are. Hello. If you could tell a pervert he could have all the access to children he wanted if he just put fake eyelashes and a wig on, you think he's not going to do it? Like how many of them dress up like clowns? I'm so That's surprised that there's so many sexual deviants at Disney where all the kids are. Shocking, right? Shocking. Shocking. You dress up like something that attracts children, and then they attract children, and then you can do what you want with them. I'm old enough to remember when we were told not to take candy from strangers, not to go up and talk to strangers, no matter what they look like, no matter what they dress like. In fact, when I was a kid, we had a code word. And even if my Nana didn't know that code word, I wasn't allowed to go near her or talk to her if my parents weren't around. You know what I mean? Like, it was like that. I, these people today. Touch, you it, did it again. Got, what I do. Um, got me on a rant. <laughs> got me on a rant. Sorry. That, the, spirit, the spirit of John Wayne Gacy is alive, y'all. That. That's all. Um, uh, yes, thank you. I was trying to think, like, who's the creepy clown guy? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, thank John you. Wayne Gacy. I mean, if he if he was living in today's time, he would never have gotten caught. I'll tell you what. Back he would be a drag happened. queen. He would a be a drag bit, queen today. A little bit after that happened, I was in a unit out in North Central Pennsylvania, and I walked into this bar to get dinner, and it was the Clown Lounge, and there was nothing but clowns in this place. It was freaking creepy, man. There's clowns everywhere. It was freaky. <laughs> no thanks. Run, run with all of your might. It's out in the country. There wasn't anywhere else to go. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. That is insane. It's disgusting. But anyway, what uh, were we talking about? Talking about. Oh yeah, how you can't get the today's young the voters to pay attention unless it's on. I'm not talking about young. We're, with drag we're not talking about young. We're just talking about people that are outside of the political spectrum. I don't oh, care if they're young, old. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're just talking about that because uh, if because if you looked at that panel, yeah, I did. We did see some Gen Zers in there, but we also saw some the older people were sitting toward in the back, and they were quiet. You know, I mean, and you know what? It's not. I've been in that situation before. I've been in that that type of environment. Where if you don't know something, you'll stay quiet because you don't want to seem or look like you don't know anything. Better to you know, let people think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> and that's why. And I believe that there are some people out there that have questions about why is this being, why is my paycheck looking like this? Why, um, why are they? getting ready to look at my account if I spend over $600 and stuff. Or those people are getting ready to jump to the forefront. Those people that aren't in politics, that that stuff is going to happen to, they're going to jump to the forefront. Yep. And as I said, and I say it again, y'all think MAGA, or y'all trying to push MAGA to be uh, evil and 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 um, this huge, uh, this huge uh, group of uh, country tear downers keep on messing with the people election deniers keep on messing with them i mean no keep on messing with the other people that aren't MAGA. keep on messing with their paychecks 
Keep on messing with their kitchen, kitchen food and, and bills and stuff. They, they they are bigger than MAGA. And they don't and they already believe in like, they already don't believe in, in the law. Keep on, keep oh yeah, no, I dare I triple dog dare you. I mean keep on, keep keep on taking stuff away from them. I'm gonna sit right on my porch. I'm gonna sit right on my MAGA chair on my porch and I'm gonna have some popcorn and I'm gonna watch them whip some ass. Yep. Because that because that's exactly what they're gonna do. You keep on pushing but people. Be careful. Be careful, folks, because when you look at what's going on with the Mar-a-Lago raid, when you look at what's going on with the president's speech, the red speech, when you look at the, the, the buildup in Congress, members of Congress citing violence against MAGA people, when you look at all that, that's not about the midterms. It's not even about 2024. It's about January 6, 2021. Mm-hmm. That's what that's about. I'm here to tell you before the elections, President Trump is going to be indicted and probably yeah. Mike Lindell, too. You watch this. You, I mean, if it doesn't happen, that's great. I'll go down as the biggest fraud there is. But I well, have a they, feeling that that's going to happen and it's going to happen because they want to incite us. They want so, to incite us. One sign comes down and the next thing you know, we got martial law and the elections are canceled. We, we, we're in a very precarious, in my opinion. We're in a very precarious point right now. None of this, none of this is coincidence. Maddie Hirono or whatever her name doesn't have two brain cells to put together. And you know, can the- I, I just want to jump in to make your to make your point too because um, I find that maybe I'm uh, I'm living in my own echo chamber, right? We on the the MAGA side, those of us who just haven't gotten the vaccine, we've been living life back to normal. We're actually already on the outside. Like headlines like this, I don't know if you guys can see this. So Hank yeah. Johnson is equating parents at school board meetings to be just like January 6th. Do you know what this means, you guys? That means that to them, January 6th is already common language as 9-11. It's a, yeah. they, that's, already, that's already the science in their head, right? Trust That's already sound. They're comparing it to the War of 1812 when they burned the White House down. So while we're sitting here saying January 6th wasn't an insurrection, it was a bunch of pissed off people who wanted the election to be fixed and done right and all of that, while we're still saying like January 6th is the boogeyman, that side has already, no, it, that's already, that's done. Seven January 6th times. was a 9-11. January 6th was a 9-11. And they're actually calling January 6th what they used to call 9-11. Like we would refer to acts of terrorism as, oh, that's the next 9-11. They're, they're already doing that. So anybody who's implicated in January 6th will now be a terrorist. Um, anybody who can be tied to January 6th will be on a terrorist watch group. Anybody who can be proven not to have be able, any not be able to run for office. Yes. Anybody who can be proven to have any kind of planned information at all will be indicted. If they can get anything on Donald Trump, they will indict him. They want to make sure that something like January 6th can never happen again. They need a wall between the icky electorate and the ruling party. They need that. They need that for whatever they're about to do next. And it does have something to do with how they're getting credit card companies to snitch on you for buying guns. Did that you see how they, did you see, did you see how America reacted to that? Mm-hmm. Gun stores are putting ATMs to so the gun take store. Out cash. Yep. That's what, how it should be. That's you're how it should be. Right. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, man, if I didn't have cash in my, in my bank account, what I would do is just get a cash advance from my credit card and then go over to the gun store. Right. You know? <laughs> Like just I, I, I put in I put in the comments donation to the DNC. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
You know, somebody somebody said um, they've been watching the show and they were watching how uh, 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 watching it over a long period of time. And they they um, they championed my calm, cool, and connectness. You know, they were like, "Yeah, you know, you you you've been you've been a calm voice for a long time." And, you know, kind of thank you, man. Thank you. I I mean I. I don't know whether it's uh, my my experiences because I've seen I've grown up in arguments, man. I've seen I mean I've seen a whole lot of stuff in my life growing up with arguments and and um, uh, people on both sides not getting anywhere because they're arguing at each other. I've seen it, and I mean I just to me to me I just think that. You, I, I've always believed that the Republicans were weaker than the Democrats, especially when I left the Democrat Party. And I used to get out here and say, "Y'all don't know how to fight," unless it's another Republican. Both my fight. co, both my co, and 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 even that, uh, they aren't even listening to Reagan when Reagan said, you know, when Reagan get basically was trying to help them understand. If you are going to fight, don't fight out in public. You know, you do it because the Democrats don't even. He was trying to show how you do it. And it seemed like it it just don't take with some of the people in our party. It it just, well, not party because we don't belong to the Republican Party. It just doesn't take the people on our side. Um, I always thought that our side was smarter than um, the Democrats. I did. I, I mean, I always thought that we were analytical. I thought we were um, had more common sense, logical. Always, that was me. And I figured, I was like, okay, what you need to do to defeat the other people, you have to become the other people, but you don't lose who you are. You find out how the other people is doing their stuff. Then you incorporate your common sense and your logic and, and your logic and your ways of winning by using tactics like they did. The same thing Donald Trump did. Donald Trump in 2016 used Democratic tactics to win in 2016. He went into the beast's belly. He taught, I mean, he 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 didn't shy away from him. If they made fun of him, he hit back. If they made fun of the people that voted or that supported him, he hit back. He showed that he wasn't afraid. And he and he showed the me- the message was let's make America great. I don't care if you. I mean, hey, look, if you don't want to, I don't care. But what do you got to lose? Let's try it. Let's give it a go. Let's roll out. You, me, everybody, black, white, Chinese, Asian. This, let's do it. And we did it. You know, we did it. But he didn't lose that conservative. We got to put conservative people on the court. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? He didn't lose that idea of that the conservative thing. But there are a whole lot of people on our side right now that have lost that conservative thing, and they're just straight up emotional 24-7. And you can't you there's no way. Let's just say this. Let's say this. Let's say we defeat the Democrats. Let's say we knock them down. Let's say we destroy them. Let's say we 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 man we we uh, we we take everything from them. That means we're halfway there. And then, do you think that next week they ain't gonna try to get it back? 
I next week we'll probably we'll probably try week, to give it back. I wouldn't be surprised if next week there was a terrorist attack just so they could justify <laughs> I mean, legislation to take it back. Drinks, uh, it's that mountain type of thing. It's the king of the mountain type of thing. Politics is the king of the mountain type of thing. You trying to get up there, you trying to knock them off, and then all of a sudden you get on top. But don't think that they ain't gonna try to get back up there because they're gonna knock you off. You got to add an additional component into that too. How you look, at, you look at what happened in New Hampshire, right? New Hampshire, you had two MAGA candidates that were backed by Trump. You had Bullduck and you had the woman in the Congress. I can't remember her last name. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Levitt or something. Levitt, yeah. You had two of them. Kevin McCarthy spent $5 million to smear Levitt. Mitch McConnell spent $4.5 million to smear General Bulldog, who was a, enlisted in the Army as a private, made sergeant, and ended up a general, one of the best generals we've ever had on the battlefield. We did that to ourselves. Yeah. That's $10 million we could have used to beat the general candidate. Yeah, that's, that's infighting. That, I yeah, mean, and yeah. and that that just show that just shows the Republican Party's true colors. And ladies and gentlemen, we've said it on this show so many times now. All three of us are registered, independent, undeclared. You have to defund the party. That's right. You, you to. have to because they're to. weaponized to be used against you. Like yep. like the the rail issue that we're seeing right now. What the unions did to the to rail labor is what the party system is doing to the electorate. You are an independent. You are an American. You don't need to unionize your voice in order for it to be powerful because your vote matters. Your vote let, matters. Let me say this, too. New Hampshire showed us who they are, too. Congratulations to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. There's a reason there's a primary there first. Mm-hmm. You know, you, gonna, you know, you know that, that can I can I go to the railroad for a second? First and last. Go ahead. The, the railroad thing, remember yesterday we were talking and we were reading accounts and they were saying how it was all about working environments and, and, and stuff like that. Man, yeah. if you look at what they got, they yeah. got a, a price hike, 24% wage increase I saw that. I saw that. And, and, and payments to every worker of $11,000. It's always about money. I saw that this morning. I saw that this morning. I felt betrayed when I saw that. Me too. Me money. too. Me too. It's always about money because check this out. And I, I saw some comments yesterday, people defending unions. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, unions don't have to exist because labor laws exist. And you can thank unions for those labor laws existing. OK, so back in back in the 1940s, 1950s, when really labor unions had to matter. Right. Uh, we have labor laws in place now where it is illegal to not be paid for overtime, mandated overtime, health insurance, paid days off, maternity leave, paternity leave gay marriage, transsexual surgeries, you name it, minimum wage through, and not on, not only that, but unions have PLAs, right? So that's a negotiated labor agreement where they won't work unless they get the minimum on that PLA. So it's always about money. There's nothing else that you have to worry about when it comes to labor unions. They are constantly well, strangling. They they're constantly strangling the taxpayer. To make yeah. it seem like there's some injustice, some wrong being done to specific labors than there is the rest of us. You know I got I mean? on here. I got on here yesterday, and I was sort of championing them because they you said too. it wasn't about the money. They well, said they it wasn't about the money. They always say it's not about the money. Same with teachers' unions. It's not about the money. It's about right, the right, kids. right. Oh, okay, okay. Well, 
call me stupid then, because this time I thought it wasn't about the money. I, I thought it was about them working seven days a week. A guy talked to me and told me he can't get home at night. You right. know, he, he, he has to really pinch pennies when it comes to using the per diem for food. And yeah. I believed him. He said they yeah. took like crews That's that used to be line. on these trains and they broke it down to like one or two guys. That's the party big line. Long chains. Yeah, that's you the know, party line. Because they don't want anybody else to work there, so they want to get paid more to do that's it. Not that's not what all. he was saying. He's saying people are leaving in droves. Right, he said exactly. the whole towns, whole towns that used to be railroad, like steel towns here, or yeah. fish towns where you're at. They're just empty. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I don't I don't think it's the union workers. I think it's the union leaders. Yes. Oh, I, absolutely. Yes. The, the union and, leaders and the CEOs dreams. and the CEOs of the corporation. Union leadership yeah. are like the Nancy dreams. Pelosi's, the Mitch McConnell's. Union leadership is they they're the they're the slave driver. They're the ones cracking the whip and promising you that they have your back if anything ever goes wrong. But the really, high they're just your incomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, they yeah. are the communist fascist leader of each yep. labor union, and then what they do is they prostitute themselves out to politicians to make sure that they can get contracts on a public contract. That's what they're doing. This is just, it's a shakedown. It's organized crime. It is. It's communism. It's disgusting. And, and it's, it's always free, the little guy paying trade. for it. It's not free trade because the guys at the other side of the table mm -hmm. are the CEOs involved in the oligarchy that are mm -hmm. talking to Biden on what should we do? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, 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 just, I woke up, I woke up this morning around five thirty, five o'clock, five 30. And I saw that and I was like, Okay, well, what did they get? Did, did they say they were going to hire more people and stuff? And uh, that they got more money. I was like, you can't hire more and by the way, that's going to increase inflation more. Uh -huh. That's the that's the bad news of that. Uh huh. <laughs> I was like, you sons of guns. I was too. I was too. Because I was the too. only thing you can do in a negotiation when it comes to labor unions on contracts, the only thing you can do is throw money at the problem. You can't create more bodies. You can't create more time. You can't create more train tracks. You can't scale down the number of train tracks. None of that. The only thing that could be subject to negotiation is everybody gets con con compensated for the time they're putting in. So this guy who's complaining about he's not getting home to see his kids at night, that's the party line. He wants to get paid $50 more an hour to make it worth his while to not see his kids at night because the job mm -hmm. isn't going to change. His pension isn't going to, he's not going to give up his pension. He's not going to quit. He's not going to walk away. But he I wants still, more money to make it worth his while. That's what he but wants. It's still, but but nothing wrong with that. But, not, but, still, but they have bullies that will, wonder, that will shut down the whole line. I about the union out. workers because a lot of them, their voices aren't being heard because the leaders are up there getting greed. I mean, well, you they know. They do for those leaders to exist. They, were, the they were bullied. They were bullied yeah. to let those leaders exist. You know, if every labor union employee, and here's the thing, you blue collar workers out there who are listening, all of you labor union members, I love you and I love the hard work you do. And I am sorry. I know so many people who work in labor unions who hate it. They have no choice. If they didn't join the labor yeah. union, they couldn't work, right? Yeah. Try to be an electrician and a plumber. That's non-union. Try. See it's very hard. It's very Right. It's very, very, very hard. So on one end, if you go to college to, to get a degree to become like a doctor or whatever, we're all going to pay your medical bill. I mean, your your education bills for you. Right. That's what they did. But those of you who say, no, don't go to college, go to a trade school. Cool. You go to a trade school. You're just walking into a beautiful job that that will pay you for the rest of your life. It's great. But the unions will get you. The unions will get you. They will shake you down for your protection. It is organized crime and they no longer speak for you. Right. I saw union workers. This my video went out on on Fox News when um, when it was Martha Coakley running against Scott Brown. But they paid union union workers who were out of work 
out of work. They're paying union workers a hundred bucks a day to hold Martha Copley signs because they couldn't get work doing anything else. Why? Because the state was awarding contracts to the lowest bidder and you will never be the lowest bidder if you are a union worker in Massachusetts. Yeah. So what do you and get paid it's, to it's, do? And it's hold even worse than that when you go with public sector unions, yep. because you know who's holding the Biden signs? Your firefighters and the police that you're supporting. Yep. That's who those people are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, did you guys get an email yesterday that if you're a veteran, they're offering to pay you $150 to be a poll watcher? I saw that email and I was like, this is, this is suspicious. This is suspicious. So that now they're trying to work the VA. They're trying to work the VA to get veterans to go and sit at the polls. And I'm telling you, that's just another way to try and organize the way veterans are thinking. VA, I swear. VA people are communists too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Nancy Pelosi yesterday a lot of got, got uh got a little bit angry uh, with the line of question. It's only showing that um she's off, she's off, she's lost it. But um she she got a little bit angry because people were calling her to task about um, her saying that they were going to keep the house. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. House Speaker, you predicted that House Democrats are going to defy the odds and yeah. actually pick up seats in this recent midterm mm -hmm. election um, and thus retain the chamber. At yeah. the same time, we often hear calls for generational change within mm -hmm. the Democratic Party and within uh, yeah. American politics generally. Insider reported just this week that this Congress is statistically the oldest one ever. If Democrats do retain the House, do you plan to seek another term as Speaker? Why or why not? Not after that glorious introduction you gave. <laughs> Look, right now, my focus is on holding the House. How many times have I told you over the past year and a half plus that the Democrats would hold the House, despite some of the... Um, so-called conventional, so-called wisdom in Washington, D.C., saying that in the off year, the president's party always loses uh, Congress or, the, or seats. Uh, the fact is that isn't conventional and it isn't wisdom because convention has changed. We communicate in a different way. Uh, we have a different reality here now in terms of our own democracy being on the ballot, our planet being on the ballot, the future of our country being on the ballot. And uh, also, we always believed we would win, so we always prepared for it. Mobilization to own the ground. Our distinguished chairman, Sean Patrick Maloney, began that even before January 6th, as soon as he was chosen by our colleagues to be the chair, even before January 6th. You can just imagine the momentum it, had, it picked up. Secondly, uh, mo mobilization depends on messaging and the legislation that we are passing has been very, very, um, uh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Listen, um, she right now she is right now. They're pushing thing. They're pushing the women thing because Republicans gave them that in. Okay. Uh, before, like maybe back there in January, February, well, yeah, back there in January, February, the thing was basically a blowout. The thing was going to talk about, and, and usually I don't use the word red wave or anything like that because I don't believe in all that stuff. But if that's what you wanted to use back there in January, February, there you go. Now, after the, well, before Lindsey Graham, because there were some other things that uh, Mitch McConnell was doing and stuff and everything, but 
if you add all of it up, start looking at it, they've given them the they've given them the in. There's a a little um, hole that they can jump in now. You know what I'm saying? Where they might think that they have a chance. Dems might think that they have a chance. I, I still don't think so. Can I say something that you're probably not going to like? Just that. Don't don't be surprised when Nancy Pelosi is right. Because when she said they have a new reality now, mm-hmm. she means they've learned how to steal the vote and they're not giving yeah, it back. Okay, okay. But but because Bernie and, and, Sanders talked like this right before 2020. And we're she's saying they've got the momentum now, and she's doing all of her hand gestures. They've got the momentum now. Saying. Where? Where is this momentum except in pockets? Except the, anti, the anti-abortion thing. The anti-abortion thing. Um Hutcher's talking about Hirono, this this right here. So the chaos, confusion, experience being experienced all across the country following the Dobbs decision is only multiplied by this nationwide abortion ban bill. Talk about government overreach. When I hear my colleagues talking about how, you know, it should be states' rights or uh, government should not be telling us what to do, the word Hypocrites, it doesn't even go far enough to call them out on what they're doing. This is an outright attack on women in this country. That- that's, that's what they're going to go after. And let me say this. Every loss is not because of cheating. Every loss is not because of cheating. And the conservative movement shouldn't even think like that every law i mean because i will i will think like that and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why they had widespread voter fraud in 2020 they never fixed it they know how to use it it. wasn't why what they're doing what they're doing what they're doing is they are setting up a narrative where we will be like wow we really are losing they're setting up a narrative where they will they will control angel angel, they will control the victories we have bad candidates wait i have a point to make though about this because you can but I mean, if you throw the that point I want to make is Democrats don't vote. Democrats, vote. Democrats don't vote, especially in midterm elections. The the ones that they get pissed off on TikTok about women's rights and all that, all the drag queens twerking in the streets, everybody with the bull rings in their nose, they don't vote. They like to yell really loud, but they definitely don't vote in midterm elections. So Everything don't be shocked when they have to make those votes okay. up. Right. Well, filibuster. Uh, everything isn't stolen though. Sometimes you lose and then you work and then you come back and then you win again later. Everything isn't stolen. And if, and if I would have believed you before 2020, after 2020, I did, I disagree. Well, I I mean, they had, they had, they had it stolen so well. It's a a well-paved road now. It's a well-paved road now. Post COVID, it's a different game. It's a new reality, just like Nancy said. It's a new reality. No, no, no. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. And I tell you why I don't believe that. It's because, because we saw, we have seen um, Republicans um, uh, flip. We have seen Republicans flip seats over the past year, uh, in knocking out some Democrats. So everything. Every loss isn't a cheated loss. Or well, yeah. Every loss isn't a cheated loss. 
Now, again, I, did, we, I disagree. After 2020, well, it's a completely different game. Can't live Anything like you reference before 2020 is different because they needed COVID-19 to get this this in place. They can use it. And until we have an actual voter system that shows integrity, look. You talk about. Well, OK, well, you know what? Then then they can go back to 20 um, to 2000 and say that they got cheated. Or you can again, go back to 1960. Again, No, 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 hold on. Everything didn't start. Angel, Angel. Only 2020. No, no, no. Everything didn't start in 2000. It's the new reality. Angel, come it's on. It's the new reality. Wait, 1960. You've been talking about this on this show for a long time. It was stolen from Donald Trump in 2020. If you suddenly don't think it is, you change your mind. 1960, was that stolen? Yes. Thank you. It didn't start in 2020. I, I didn't 2020. say that. Wait, you, I didn't say that. Did. I said 2020, it changed. 2020, it changed. In 2020, they uniform, they they in, they standardized. They did. In, in 2020 was a game changer. It's a new reality. You have Nancy in Pelosi using her own words right thing. there. In in 2012, they did the same Again, thing. I said 2020. In 2000, 20, in 2000 something happened in 2000. 2020, Wayne. Uh, Everything I'm, changed in 2020. Saying. Everything didn't Going change. back in it's history, you're brilliant. on their side. If you go back it's in history, always. you're on their side and saying, oh, it's just, it's a little bit. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect anything. In 2020, they made everybody stay home. They shut okay. down the entire government and then they let everybody mail in. It was, it was stolen you across the board. You're going to vote? I have to. I'm obligated Why? to as a Catholic. Why? I'm obligated Why? to as a Catholic. As long as there's a vote, you must. You Why? must oh, express but your voice. Oh, so, it's the, it's but, the pay to play. It's okay, the pay to okay, play. Okay. It's the minimum you have to do. If it's you the lose, you have to do. If you lose, somebody cheated. You're you're trying to pick a fight with me right now because I'm you not, have agreed I'm not, with no, us no, on no, this no, show before. No, you yes, are picking a fight with yes, me. Yes, 2020 was stolen. It's I'm, a new style of stealing. We're not talking it's about It's a new style of stealing. I'll tell you what. If, if Maggie show. Hassan wins, if Maggie, if Maggie Hassan wins in New Hampshire, the vote was stolen again. I promise you that. Every every loss is not a steal. I'm every not saying that. I am not but saying that's that. That's what I'm saying. You're that's taking my I'm words saying. very much out of context. I that's said what, that this election cannot be trusted, and we need to take saying, Pelosi at her words, just Angel. like Bernie Sanders. That's what I'm saying. But but Nancy Pelosi is getting up there and saying this stuff and she's only saying it is because she's trying to keep a good face on but she knows she, the projecting right now so is that they are not going to keep the house. Right. There's right. no way they're not keeping the house. They're not keeping the house. Okay? And 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 now now the Senate maybe. I don't know. I don't even know how the Senate is going. But you, you where, where we're going look at New York. Letitia James is behind in her race. Murphy is behind in his race. And they'll win. No, they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. I don't buy it. I, I think that I Zeldin, think that this is Zeldin, may, I think tell, Zeldin, tell us why. Hodge, I think that Zeldin why. might pull out New York because there are Democrats jumping over to um to Zeldin's side. I think New York just I think might they're have try. I think a they're Republican gonna, governor this time. I, I don't. I don't doubt that either. I, I think that this is going to be some of the things. I, I mean, I'll take New Hampshire as a reason. You guys did it. You came out on election day and freaking crushed 
the GOPE. Forget the Democrats. Wait until wait until the general, though. The general is is where there's going to be a problem. Well, they all the people that voted in those primaries need to come together like they're doing in Alaska with Shabaka. All the former senator Republican senators are dissing Murkowski and are behind Shabaka. That's what we have. We don't have any choice. We have to do this. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let, okay, so let's pretend that Wayne might be right and it, that votes actually aren't I, stolen that often. I don't know. I, I was off. I didn't hear what you guys were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I said saying, I said COVID-19 and the loss, 2020 election I'm changed every everything. every loss is not a steal. Wayne thinks That's I'm wrong. using it as an excuse that when we lose, it's always because of cheating. But cheating exists. And once they have that, that playbook, they don't hand it over. But the fact of the matter remains is in the general election, in New Hampshire, they, so Democrats don't vote in midterm elections. The, their their general population only turns out for for presidential elections. They definitely don't turn out for primaries because they're all incumbents. So what you're going to see is fraud. You're going to see people bust to the polls. Homeless people, junkies, they're all going to be busted to the polls. I know, true. but now they have dominion on their side. That's the. I mean, I I don't know how else to say. It's like this. Don't give show up. Has That's what I'll tell you. Don't, don't give this up. This show so has a case of amnesia, as if dominion didn't no, exist, as like, if your hair wasn't no. in headlines themselves. Going up, going into the general election. See what they needed was the MAGA ones to win. So when they steal, it won't look like. They had yeah, to I don't buy that. The people I mean, want the MAGA, not not the freaking politicians. They don't want the MAGA. They spent $10 million that's against my point. in your little oh tiny goodness, state. That is my point. That is my point. That's how they can justify the steal. That's how they can justify the steal. I'm telling no, you. All right. All right. No, if MAGA, I, if MAGA, I, if MAGA, I, if MAGA I, doesn't yeah. see victories in New Hampshire, this is what I'm saying. If MAGA does, we are MAGA country out here. If you don't see MAGA win in the general, it's because of dominion is because they knew what they were doing we it, are we are mega up here look, if we it's if not you just, see MAGA Hassan, maggie hassan win understand this that there's, the there's corruption there. give me give me a minute here understand that there's corruption out there and we know that we're not we're, we're not we don't have amnesia over that right. we were there for the dominion we got that but there's also leftism out there there's also a bunch of leftist voters out there whether we want to accept that or not you know, you look at the at the man on the street interviews. They're, I know that, but they don't crazy. outnumber us. They don't outnumber us. I know that's they why they need that's, that's why they need the narrative so we're not shocked when we lose. <laughs> this is what Bernie Sanders did before 2020. All I'm saying he all, was talking all, about the actual voting on election night. He wasn't on the ballot. He was talking about we're gonna win. You're gonna see everything take a couple of days because we're all the mail-in ballots. They set the narrative in advance. So that when um, it plays um, out the way they said it, there was all right, no. All right, all right, all right. All I'm saying, and I'm saying it for the record, is that every loss is not a cheated loss. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Only every loss is Only not a cheated really loss. And uh, I mean, because we've also seen, um, uh, as I said, at, at the beginning of uh, this year, we have seen some Republicans, especially in these um, special special elections, Republicans tip the scales and, uh, and beat special Democrats. Special elections are different. Special elections are different. I'm talking about any elections. I'm not breaking it down to, uh, to anything. Um, um, I'm not breaking it down. I'm talking about elections, period. I'm not, going, was a I'm not going to get, Angel, let me talk. 
we have we have we have we have individuals out there that still believe in the system. We still have people out there that still want that still need to believe in it because that's who America is. If if you get to the place that it's like everything's stolen, everything then then quit quit politics. Just go live on the beach. If everything, I mean, I mean, and oh well, then again, if you win. Then it's not stolen. But if you lose, then it's stolen. You can't live like that. Now I know that. And and if you want to go back to the show, yes, we have some on the show. You want to beat that dominion stuff. You want to fix that stuff. Then you get elected locally in your um, city councils because you have the ability to say what comes in your city. You you have ability to say what comes in your district. Again, we've said that on this show all the time. You have ability to stop all that. So that's, but but for me, I'm saying, based on what I've seen, every loss is not a loss. You have bad candidates. You you have people that really suck out there, okay. And then you have saboteurs like um, uh, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and uh, McCarthy that pull the rug uh, and the GOP that pull the rug out from candidates' um, uh, 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 treasured. Uh, um, chess or whatever the, the the funding chess, so that they can't win. That's not cheating. That's that's um, that's in fighting in party saboteurs. That's not cheating. So every every loss is not a cheat. Is what I'm saying. Is your opinion? Okay, that's right. You got your opinion. I got mine. That's all. So I just. If you think that elections are being stolen, ladies and gentlemen, get yourself elected and fix it. And even if you don't think that elections are being Great stolen. Great advice. You think, elected, if you think the votes get stolen, run. Get elected so that it won't be fixed and stolen. <laughs> if you think the election system is broken, run and get yourself elected in a broken system so you can fix it. That's the problem that Americans are having right now. That's the real problem. There are people who genuinely think that the election has been stolen and it had to be top down on the ballot in order for it to look legit, okay? So a lot of people don't trust the election system. I am one of them. I Look, when I worked in politics, even before 2020, I saw firsthand how bad the theft is. 2020 was a game changer. What they did in 2020 was never seen before and they will not let that playbook go. They won't. They Hutch, won't. Hutch, I saw it in 2012 when um, again COVID wasn't in 2012. Mitt Romney COVID was a game changer when uh, Mitt Romney got destroyed by Barack Obama, and there was and, and Candy Crowley. Yeah, and, and Mitt Romney. Yeah, and those lockdowns really, really, really impacted Barack Obama. Mitt, those COVID lockdowns really, really changed mail-in votes and all of that. I'm talking about never before seen, unprecedented elections that have never happened this way before. That's what I'm talking about. So you can keep going back to 2016, keep going back to 2000. You can keep going back to wherever somebody's claimed that there was a steal, but I'm talking about 2020, something changed and they will not change it back. Not without a fight. No, not they aren't going to change it back. We're going to change it back. By voting? By, by people like Bolduck. Yes. What is our, what's our alternative? And Bolduck doesn't win. You think that we we're actually outnumbered by Democrats? No, I didn't. You think say we're that. outnumbered that's... by Democrats? You think it's a fair? You think that? Okay, 
in New Hampshire, right, where we've already been in headlines. I think anybody fraud. can win any race. Yes. Voter fraud do. has already been in the headlines in New Hampshire. So you're actually saying that a bulldog, a bulldog will prove that we're we're winning. But if he doesn't win, that's no. My I'm point. not if saying that. Win. I'm saying he's going to fight. Listen to the guy. He's going to fight. Oh, yeah, I'm he sure was, he is. He was Donald on a Trump horse in Afghanistan. Donald Trump was going to fight too. Donald Trump did fight. <laughs> yeah, well, he so just had. Now. He just had. You know, if uh, I mean, if you want to go that cheating route, he just had not only Democrats, but he had the media and Republicans. He had the whole shim sham kaboom against him. So it so it's more than what um, the cheating that you're talking about. We that was a full. That was a full fledged coup with that one. That was not going to stop. With that one, that was full fledged coup. We have to stop them. It's okay. not. It's not option. exactly. Exactly. We have to. You don't stop them by vote. I mean, go out and vote. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't stop them by voting. I'm not going to quit. How you do it? Kill exactly. Him? How you doing? Kill them. Right. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> I voted because I'm obligated to by conscience. But I would not be surprised if my vote doesn't count. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta go. It's uh, I we our Friday, your Thursday. Yes, I was right. Our Friday, your Thursday. I keep. And yeah, WayneDupree.com. Don't forget to go to WayneDupree.com, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, bookmark, share, and also support. Um, the 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 uh, we wanted we wanted everybody to know about the um, uh, the new situation, everything that's going on. Make sure that you follow up and research about what's going on. Don't give up on the election system. Don't give up on what is going on out there because once you give up you're giving the other side exactly what they want they want us to quit they want us to stop okay so with that said we have seen a whole lot of stuff go down in politics over the years if you're old if you're old like i am or old enough like father time over here you've seen a whole lot of stuff happen down in politics but as Americans, you don't give up. You don't. You don't throw in the towel. If if there is a dominion out there, then you get a dominion stopper. If there is um, if there is sheds, then you get an electric system that works. Um, if there is mail-in voting, then you vote people in there to stop the mail-in voting, um, unless it's for specific things. Okay. Uh, if it is a form of mail-in uh, mail-in ballot cheating, then make it a then make uh, then then get elected and, and make um, election day a holiday, so that people don't have to go to work and then they just go and vote. You know, the post office. And right, I mean, there are way, there are ways of fixing it, but I ain't get. I mean, I don't know. No, I mean, to me, to me, every loss is not. That's not, that's not to say that there wasn't corruption in the election. There damn sure was. Yeah, yeah that's not the end of the country. No. That's no. when we got to wake up. That's when it's time to go to work. Yeah. You know, yeah. not, uh, I, I refuse just to just uh, 
I can't do that. Surrender, man. I'm not doing I, that. I can't do that. You know why? I got grandkids. I say this, and then I get some last thoughts from Hutch. My my ancestors fought a long time to get the right to vote. I'm not going to just turn around and say that my vote don't count because it's going to be cheated. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to do something with my voice. I'm going to make sure that y'all are informed and educated to understand that y'all can also fight back so that it so that politics is on on a certain level is cleaned up to it's a downstream point. from the culture, ladies. You know gentlemen. what I'm saying? The culture yeah. is what's important. Yeah. The so, school board, the school board meetings are what's important, and that's why Hank Johnson compared it to January sixth because yep. they know the future yep. is the kids. Yep. Start yep. protecting yep. them. So, um, yeah. Choice <laughs> said, "Don't fire Angel." I'm not fired. I'm not fired, Angel. She didn't get mad and left. She's on her lunch break. Yeah, she's on her lunch break. She and didn't get seven, mad. Seven minutes after. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> last thoughts man last wrap thoughts. this damn thing up man wrap it up all right all right y'all take care and uh we'll see y'all